There's an old church with a big red door, St. Paul's, the Episcopal Church of my youth. And inside of that church, inside of those red doors, weren't just foundational memories of my life, but also potentially an answer to the question of whether I would grow up and become a minister. I remember being three years old, pulling up into the driveway next to the church with the red door. And it was a building that was adjacent to the church itself. And there was like a walkway that attached them. So technically it was one building, but two separate buildings, if that makes sense. And on one side of the building is where I went every single day, not to church, but to preschool. And it was a preschool called Hobby Horse Preschool. And I never understood if it was like part of the church or if there was some association or if they're just kind of sharing the building and making it work. No idea. But I did think about these things in terms of whether God had a more clear insight to what happened at the preschool. See, one of my best buddies, Anthony, who you've heard on this show before, Anthony and I have known each other for 37 years. We both went to preschool together at the age of three. And one of our favorite activities was to ransack and knock over the blocks that this kid Phil would build. He'd spend like the whole playtime building this castle for himself made out of blocks. And then here we come, as soon as he's finished, we assault and knock over the castle. We knock over the blocks. I still feel bad about this to this day. This was not a good start to the road of salvation. You know what I'm saying? But maybe it would help that I went to church every Sunday. And I did. My mom would take me every single Sunday, my brother and I, and there were things I liked about the church. There were things I didn't. I've talked about it in the archives of this show. You know, during the coffee hour after the service, I kind of felt bad because my mom was divorced. And a lot of the times the people in the coffee hour were kind of condescending and they, I could tell they judged her. They made her feel bad for being divorced. It was just kind of a stigmatized thing. I didn't like that. But there was a lot of good things. I would say more good than bad. The church had this one lady. She was extremely old. I think this lady had to be 147 years old. I swear to God. She looked like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful here. She looked like Skeletor from He-Man, like the Frank Langella Skeletor. <laughs> she would always sit in this back pew and she was so old. She was just shaking and she had like this thousand yard stare. But every time during the piece, she would make eye contact with me and gesture for me to come over and shake her hand. And the first few times I wouldn't do it. The first few times I was like, mom, I can't do this. This lady really scares me. And my mom was like, you should probably go over and just shake her hand. You know, we're at church, Aaron. So I remember one day during the piece, I got brave. And I remember walking all the way to the back pew. And she had this really cool little hat, her little old lady coat. And I went over and she reached her hand out and it was like shaking. And I just touched her hand and I said, peace be with you. And she would just smile. And when I did that, she would light up. And so every day until I stopped going to church there after I moved away for college, I would look forward to the peace because I would look back there and I would go over and I would shake her hand. We never even said anything. Just shake her hand, say, may peace be with you. And she would smile. And she was there for a long time. But I remember one day 
it was only a couple of weeks before I left for college. They asked for us to rise and say peace, and I looked back at the pew, and it was empty. I don't think I ever got her name. We had an amazing pastor, reverend, minister. I don't even know what to call them. His name was Jess. And Jess was the real deal, man. You know, there's a lot of people who talk a lot of talk. And then as they say, there's people who walk the walk. But seriously, this guy did the works, if you want to put it in the religiosity lens. He did the works. I remember my mom saying something like, he would have people who were coming here from the third world escaping terrible trauma, and he would have them in his basement living there and helping them get on their feet and work through any sort of obstacles they had to to start a new life here. I thought that was so admirable. And the cool thing is you know, he never said anything. You kind of had to hear it through the grapevine kind of deal. But it's like the dude's just doing the good work that needs to be done and not making a big deal about it. I thought it was freaking admirable. Loved the guy's sermons too. He told stories, great stories, meaningful stories, some contemporary, some biblical or whatever, but he was open, he was progressive, and he didn't tell you what to think. There wasn't fear. It wasn't fire and brimstone. It wasn't judgment. It was just stories. And he opened it up and he allowed you to find your own way through what he told. And that was it. And I thought that was so nuanced and sophisticated. Maybe that's why I asked him to, you know, do a whole day in the life thing for Boy Scouts when I needed a pin. And I asked him, I was like, hey, can, can I spend the day with you doing what you do? And he was like, yeah, sure. He goes, uh, I'm going to a nursing home uh, next week. You want to go? I said, absolutely. So I go with him to the nursing home. And I remember vividly, as soon as we get in there, there was this lady that kind of escaped out of a room and she's screaming in the hallway. And for me, it was this first insight to when aging doesn't happen gracefully, when the mind goes and when things just kind of get out of control. And this poor lady is screaming and she's holding this glass of water. It's filled and it's shaking and there's water going everywhere. And all she's saying is, where's my water? Where's my water? And my man, Jess, everyone else is kind of panicking, trying to get her to you know stop, stop and trying to like grab her and stuff. And my man, Jess, walks up to her calmly takes her by her hand, holds the water glass, and says to her, your water's right here, my dear. And a sense of calm just came over her. We walked back with her. He gave her communion. We did this for about an hour, and we left. And I'm looking at this guy like, this dude, there's something there with this guy, you know? And when we get back to the church and he drops me off, I'm waiting for my mom to pick me up. And he turns around and he says, uh, you know, I'm not a fortune teller, but I'm thinking maybe one day, maybe you'll be a minister. I said, no offense. I just don't think that's for me. He goes, no, I understand. He said, what's your favorite part about church? I said, your sermons. He goes, ah, oh, the stories. I said, yeah, the stories. He goes, yeah, that's my favorite part too. And then we parted ways and years went by and I left the church with the red doors. I left St. Paul's, went to college and I never came back. I mean, I did come back to my hometown. It's where I live now. And I drive past this church almost every day. I've just never gone back to church there, you know, but I think, you know, maybe I should just knock on the doors, just say, Hey, see what's going on there now. You know, I lost touch with Jess. Hope he's still alive. I wonder what he's doing. I'd be curious to know if he thought what I was doing 
was interesting. You know, with all this storytelling I do. Each and every week. I'll talk to you soon. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.